This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. I think it was very productive about getting Big Ten playing again and immediately, and uh, let's see what happens. And we're pushing very hard. I think the biggest headwind we have is that you have uh, Democrats that don't want to see it happen, but I think they want to play, and the fans want to see it, and the players have a lot at stake, including possibly playing in the NFL. You have a lot of great players in that conference. So we had a very good conversation, very productive. And maybe we'll be very nicely surprised. The day is Wednesday, September 2nd. That was President Donald Trump. And I'm Trey Scott, joined right now by 24-7 Sports College football reporter Brandon Marcello to talk about the sudden politicizing of the Big Ten's decision to cancel the fall football season and whether... All of this noise is going to mean any action. Brandon, I hope you're ready for all of this. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's let the Big Ten's a mess again. What else is new? All right, we're going to try to not upset anybody. So I'm going to play this pretty straight down the middle. This all started last week when the big uh, when the Joe Biden for president campaign launched a series of ads in swing states, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Arizona, showing empty football stadiums and laying the blame of not having a college football season in those parts of the country at the feet of Donald Trump, who then tweeted that, no, he wants to play. And that storyline just kind of swirled around with the other 900 storylines swirling around college football uh, the last few days until Trump tweeted on Tuesday morning, and it was a bombshell, quote, had a very productive conversation with Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, about immediately starting up Big Ten football. Would be good in parentheses, great for, uh, for everyone, players, fans, country, on the one-yard line, unquote. So take it to mean, again, they're on the one-yard line. They're close to doing that. The Big Ten released a statement shortly after that, confirming that, yeah, the White House reached out. Uh, they had a, a productive conversation and that the conference and its return to action task force are exhausting every resource to, quote, help student-athletes get back to playing this sport they love at the appropriate time in the safest and healthiest way possible. So, Brandon, we've got more notes to run through here. Dan Patrick's tweeting that the season could maybe start on October 10th. We've got the fact that the Big Ten footprint is full of swing states. We've got the fact that the presidents voted 11-3 to to not have a fall season. But I want to get your take on this right now. Uh, As it stands right now, I do not see them playing in October. 
I, I just don't see it. Um, listen, uh, the president's um, comments uh, gave a lot of a lot of hope among fans and specifically coaches and some ads in the Big Ten that hey maybe we can get enough political pressure and also just pressure uh, uh, publicly to potentially bring another vote to the table um, to discuss whether we should go ahead and just start the season with uh, an increase in testing with the help of the government. By the way, uh, I'm sure. That was discussed among the president and uh, and Kevin Warren. Uh, but having said all that, you don't have anyone in actual power, presidents and chancellors, really pushing this idea of trying to play in October, let alone what was being pushed three, four days ago, which was maybe starting as early as Thanksgiving week. That wasn't coming from chancellors and presidents, and it certainly wasn't coming from Kevin Warren, uh, the commissioner. So. My read on all of this is, sure, this could be the first steps toward us potentially seeing the Big Ten play football this fall, but boy, do a lot of people have to get on board for this to happen, and as it stands right now, I just don't see it. And when you see these reports about November and now October, that's not coming from decision makers. That's coming from people who are hoping to influence decision makers that are much lower on the totem pole than Kevin Warren and obviously the president of the United States. So that would likely mean ADs and coaches? Yes. Yeah, so the Dan Patrick Show tweeted, from a source, if the conference can pass updated safety measures and procedures, the Big Ten is targeting, targeting October 10th to start the football season, which would be uh, two weeks after the SEC starts, roughly one month exactly after the Big 12 and the ACC start. So that's an agenda coming from the, the coaches and the ADs, we believe. And then the presidents, I feel like, are getting pressured pretty publicly here to at least reconvene yeah. for another vote, right? That's what's happening. They're trying to pressure. I mean, it's a, it's almost it's almost similar to what happens in Washington, D.C. when it comes to you know Democrats versus Republicans and Republicans versus Democrats are trying to push different things and tweak certain items to get them to come back to the uh, negotiating table, so to speak. Um, and as you said, now this whole thing's been politicized when the president does jump into this conversation because he's not talking to the Pac-12. Right. He's talking <laughs> to the Big yeah. Ten, and the reason why he's talking to the Big Ten is because obviously there are swing states there. Uh, that will affect the upcoming election. Out west, there are not swing states for them. It's it's mostly leans left, you know, California and everything going Democrats. So it doesn't help him politically to say, let's play football in the Pac-12. It helps him politically to say, we're going to play football in the Big Ten. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, otherwise, he'd be trying to get, get everybody to play football, uh, not just the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, but, you know, uh, all the other group of five conferences, the MAC, for example. Well, I mean, the MAC's right there in those swing states too. Why aren't we talking about the MAC? So um, it, it's it's getting politicized now, and um, you know this kind of this whole virus and everything has been politicized ad nauseum for several months now. And now we have finally, I think, reached the breaking point. We've the dam is broken when the president of the United States weighs in. And um, I do think that if 
the president speaks on this and has a conversation with a conference commissioner, that conference commissioner better reevaluate things and look at things internally. Because if the president of the United States is offering help, no matter what your political leanings are or whatever, you have to at least take that under advisement and present that to your presidents and chancellors because he works for the presidents and chancellors and the presidents and chancellors are going to want to know, hey, what did President Donald Trump tell you and what makes him believe that we can play a safe football season this year? And he'll present that to them and we'll see if they end up voting again. Yeah, I saw a headline that the White House was potentially going to offer to the Big Ten some of its 150 million saliva-based tests that it purchased last week, I believe, from Abbott. Yeah. So we'll see. But for the Big Ten and, and its medical concerns, it seems to be more of the myocarditis and and, and rather and and not as much testing. Um, but you know, I made a point on Twitter. Like the Big Twelve, ACC, and SEC have all figured out the cardiac MRIs in addition to the three times a week testing with a rapid test on Friday. You would. The Big Ten at this point, I just think they pulled the plug too early. But back to the swing state thing. Yeah. The Pac-12, we have to talk about this. There's only one swing state out there. It's it's Arizona, which has two Pac-12 schools. Of course, the Big Ten is full of swing states. I did a podcast episode last week with Matt Prim, who covers Oregon. And I was like, man, no one's talking about you guys. And he's like, yeah, we're not. The Pac-12 fan bases, we're, they're not really making any noise. <laughs> they kind of thought this was going to happen. They thought the season was going to get canceled way back in the spring. Right, yeah. And to to be honest, he didn't say this, but I think it's clear they're just the fan bases, they're not as loud. They don't yeah. they're not as vocally opposed to this. And I think you're exactly right. One with the political climate out there, but also the different protocols and the, and the way they handled the virus from the beginning because remember when the virus really first hit the country out in Seattle, uh, in, in on the West Coast. So it was very, very uh, present for them early on. And I think a lot of folks out there just assumed, well, we ain't playing football this year. And particularly with governors and, and mayors and everything saying, hey, you, you can't have large gatherings right now. You cannot practice. I'd have to go back and look. Can they even practice in California right now? Uh, if they wanted to, with with as large of a gathering as that would be, I'd have to go look. But I guess what I'm saying is, it's almost like they re- even the diehardest of fans out there, I'm sure, just resign themselves to the fact that we're just not playing a football season. And I mean, nothing against Pac-12 fans, but they're not, obviously not as into football as right. SEC fans. They just at, on a larger scale, I should say. Um, but, uh, you know, schools like USC, Oregon, those are really the only schools you can think of out West where you go, man, those fan bases are really into it. But even USC, when things are kind of down there, they don't get a lot of fans in that stadium and people start losing interest in LA. It's not, I mean, it's cool to be hanging out with USC and celebrities being on the sideline when they're winning national championships and pack 12 titles, but Otherwise, it's just it's it's just a show to watch. It's it's another movie in the theater, so to speak. A hundred percent. And and in California, I believe those USC, UCLA, Stanford has not have not even been able to start practicing yet if they wanted to. And going back to the Pac-12 fan apathy thing, 
there's a reason last offseason we talked about the TV networks trying to get the Pac-12 some some different TV slots at like a, a noon Eastern, which would be really early yeah. on the West Coast. And the thought process was like, are we going to sell out the game anyway? Like no. they're, they're caring more about the rest of the country there in that regard. But yeah, so the Pac-12, if something happened with the Big Ten, I would be really interested to see what the Pac-12 does. I don't even know if there's enough national interest in them staging their own spring season. That's a conversation for a different day. But for the Big Ten, it feels like there have been enough little things floated out there, Brandon. And again, to your point, perhaps by the people such as the 80s and the coaches, enough things floated out in the last two weeks or three weeks to give fans some hope and some talking points and some things to protest about. And all of that might culminate maybe in some action. Yeah, um, actually, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. This is an ever-evolving thing, so I'm reading another report on the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. Hit uh, us with Right that. now, and this comes from Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports. So pretty much, this is one line. Uh, he's talking about how, you know, there's these discussions about starting the season in thanks, on Thanksgiving. That's in the very preliminary stages of just being discussed. He says, quote, but immediately is in another universe. <laughs> hmm. So this idea of playing in October is way far out there. Um, I think a lot of, like I said, again, just real quick, a lot of these coaches and ADs got excited. They're excited because the president's starting to take some notice in this and actually had a direct phone call today. But that doesn't mean things are going to drastically change suddenly. I think we're back in the same spot as we were those few days heading into uh, the Big Ten canceling the season to start with. We're in this whole, like, are they or aren't they? Could they do this or that? And anything seems possible, but I think anything's possible. It's just it's going to take longer to develop than, than say, a week. If Those that. are the worst days. Those are the worst. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also, if you start October 10th, you got to mobilize pretty quickly. Yeah, quickly. I know you guys – so yeah. you still got your players on campus, but – I don't think you're just doing your 20 hour a week workout stuff. And yeah. I saw the Iowa Hawkeye athletic program had a ton of positive 90, COVID tests. 93 yeah. within the athletics department. Yeah. And I know that's not all football and I know that there's two ways to think about it, but it's probably true that in the past few weeks, the athletes aren't nearly as incentivized to no. not catch, not, you know, not go out and, right. and do that stuff because they don't have a season immediately in their future. And yeah. you would think that a lot of things would have to really happen quickly uh, to start October 10th. Well, you would think, you know, they'd want six weeks to practice and get ready. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now. So start tomorrow. <laughs> that's not going to happen. So yeah. I, there's so many obstacles with this. And like I said, we don't quite know what the president said to Kevin Warren. Like if he was like, Hey, we've got all these tests, these fast turnarounds. Also, we have some more, some new studies to bring to you that you can present to your presidents and chancellors. We're going to help you out. Maybe that changes their mind, but we don't quite know what was involved in that phone conversation. If anything was promised, those are things that Kevin Warren has got to communicate to his presidents and chancellors. And then from there, they'll decide whether they discuss this further and potentially bring it up. But any hopeful signs as of today, as you're listening to this, as of today about them playing in October, that's coming from athletic directors, coaches, 
and administrators within schools that, but not the presidents and chancellors themselves. These are people that have been pushing to play and ju- not just at schools that voted against the season, but, you know, but obviously the schools that, that voted to, to have the season, but uh, I, I guess I reverse that, but including the schools that voted against the season, there's coaches and ADs who have been very vocal publicly and on Twitter that they want to play a season uh, even before this. So that's where this is all coming from. Yeah. What a time to, to be a college football reporter or to have a college football podcast on one day you're talking about, you know, previewing next week's games. And on the next year you're talking about, will this conference play or will they won't? And here's what president Donald Trump said about it. Thank you so much to Brandon Marcello for joining us on the college football daily. We'd love a five-star review. If you're so inclined, leave us a a five-star rating. I should say, leave us a review as well. Tell us who you're rooting for and why we should talk about your team. We will talk to you next time on the college football daily.